The following is a hoop ball presentation. Welcome to the Fantasy NBA Today podcast. And welcome to Fantasy NBA Today. My name is Adrian Benjamins, and I'm joined by Coach. And this episode is brought to you by Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee Company. Taste the Kona difference and head over to HawaiianIsles.com and Amazon and get some delicious coffee. Coach, happy Friday morning. How are you doing, sir? Yo, Adrian, how are you, my man? I am so glad that you did not get eaten by the killer bears out there, man. I was worried about you all week. Coach, I got a crazy story. I'm going to make it quick because we got a lot to talk about. Uh, I was camping in the woods with three other families. We went on a hike, and I actually stayed behind at the main campsite because I've got a three-year-old daughter that can't handle long hikes. But when the group got back, they told me they ran into a bear. And check this out. One of the guys hiking with me had a pistol on him, and he had to fire it to get the bear. Not at the bear. He just fired it in the air just to get the bear away. I heard the bear a hundred yards away from the group. Lots of kids in this group now keep in mind. So oh, scary, kind of a scary situation there. Uh, so coach, I, I did almost run into a bear on this trip. <laughs> that was just me in a bear suit trying to troll you, man. I thank God the guy didn't shoot me. Yes. Yes. You know, the funny thing coach is we didn't know that my friend was packing a pistol in his hiking bag. We had no idea. So when he pulled it out and fired, a lot of us didn't even know that he had it. Or a lot of the people in the group, I mean, didn't know that he had it. And I guess it scared, it scared a ton of the kids. But anyways, Coach, cra- oh, no. crazy camping story. I could go on with a lot of them. I've been gone all week, so I've been out of the loop. So, um, and oh, by the way, my voice is kind of crazy from yelling... Uh, <laughs> From yelling all weekend, my I'm sunburnt, I'm wind blasted. Got in late last night, but I'm ready to go, Coach. Um, so for this show, I think we're going to talk a lot about kind of preview the free agency, right? Which is coming up this Sunday. Are, are you excited, Coach? Oh man, I am so pumped. This next couple of weeks is going to be incredible. We we have uh, we're doing as you know, you're going to be part of it. We're doing a Sunday show live at 2.30 Pacific, which will be 12, uh, I'm sorry, 4.30 Central, 5.30 Eastern, a uh, live show uh, just to discuss all the breaking news with free agency and how it affects your fantasy teams in the rotisserie world coming up. Um, so that's extremely exciting. And then the following Sunday, uh, my son and I will be in Vegas for summer league and i heard a bunch of the days are already sold out so uh i hope you can still get there man because it's gonna be man, a blast i unfortunately got shut down on summer league the wife put her foot down so oh. my kids birthdays are coming up and they're the same week she wants to take them to legoland so she's like hey 
Uh, I, you know, I got shut down last year on the summer league trip, so I told myself this year I'm going. So, coach, really disappointing that uh, I'm not gonna make it. You know what, man? I'll carry yes. the torch for us, and then next year maybe we. I'm gonna try to uh, talk to Dan and and Brew and those guys. We should try to do a, a, a big meetup from the hoopball team at Summer League. That, that would, would be cool. amazing. And, you know, Coach, you will be our eyes and our ears for, uh, you know, tell us what's going on down there. Give us the inside scoop on what's happening. You're going to be in the gym or in the uh, uh, at the court seeing what's going down. So keep us updated, Coach. I'll tell you, I you can't take uh, this summer league stuff is just it's golden as far as fantasy goes i mean i cannot tell you how many years in a row now uh you know watching all those hours of summer league ball has helped me win uh some of my leagues helped me win daily fantasy because you know i'll i'll throw it back to the guy that won that big tournament for me on draftkings christian wood when he was first signed by New Orleans when all the Anthony Davis stuff went down this past year. My son and I, he was one of our top five guys coming out of summer league that we liked as a long shot guy. He played great. And uh, as soon as he popped on the screen uh, as signed by the Pelicans, I played him in DFS that day. Nobody knew anything. And he had, he went like uh, 27 and 11 or something wow. like that. And uh, I grabbed him as a free agent with some of the other guys. So I'll tell you, I'm, I'm excited to, you know, be on here. I'll be uh, podcasting some stuff from there so that, that uh, you know, any of the names that come up, you know, they can be in owners uh, heads and stuff uh, as their drafts are happening. I'm actually in the, are you in the hoop ball uh, three uh, league with? Uh, well? Yes, we did. The Dynasty League, because we're drafting. Now. Oh, no, no, no. I'm and, not in that league. Oh, who? who you know, Dynasty League 3. So I'm in <laughs> Dynasty League 2. Coach, tell me what's going down on there. Where uh, you're drafting now? How well, does your team look? What? Uh, oh, I'm so pumped, man. I had the 15th pick. It's the, the tough part about it, and that's why I brought it up, is I mean, it's a 20 league team with all guys that really know their hoops. So. You're talking about having to fill a roster. I mean, your last couple of picks are going to be G League and and guys over in Europe, and who knows? I mean, it's gonna it's tough. But with the 15th pick, I was able to grab. Uh, even though it's a keeper league, he still has three at least three good years left. I got LeBron, which I thought was a steal because how good the Lakers are going to be because he quit last year. He didn't even try, and he still put up good numbers. And then, Coach, so you picked LeBron with your first pick, so you're clearly in win-now mode. Now, what's really nice about that is you're going to see a lot of teams just going all young. I know because I drafted last year. That's what I did. I went. Coach, I didn't draft a single player over the age of 22 years old. Like, that's how young I drafted. But what's nice, Coach is you're going to get some really nice value on some of the veteran guys. Really late, because people who are drafting that way will stay away from those guys because they don't help their team at all. And you'll be able to scoop up some win-now guys um, later in the draft. So stay in that lane, coach. Draft to win now because you, you want to get those titles this upcoming season and maybe the next few seasons as well. 
Well, that, that's my biggest point that I wanted to make is, you know, that's the biggest mistake that dynasty league guys make is they think, okay, this is a dynasty league. I'm going to draft for the next 10 years. You know, it's, yes, I understand that. However, what people don't realize is, for example, LeBron has three good years left. Do you know how different the NBA is going to look three years from now? I mean, 25% of the players that are playing now will be out of the league. I think it's 27%. There's a three-year 27% turn, and everything's going to change, the teams, the free agency. So <clears throat> when you say win now, I'm, you know, I look at it as you have to build a fantasy team that can win the next three years, and then too much happens to plan beyond that. Now, yes, it's great to grab Zion and a few of those guys, but <clears throat> if you mix, like you said, you can get veterans on the cheap that are going to win for you. On the way back to balance my team, just to give you an idea, uh, with whatever pick that was, the 27th or uh, somewhere, no, uh, yeah, 27th pick, I got uh, Kristaps Porzingis, which I nice. thought was a good balancer because he's a sneaky guy that, that is a 2010 guy. He's only 23 years old. And then uh, all the way back, uh, you know, 20, 30 picks later, I don't know how many, I was able to grab Tobias Harris, who's still a pretty mm-hmm. good young man that can put up some numbers. So those are the only three picks we've had so far, but I'm really thrilled. But I want to bring it up for a couple of reasons. One being, you know, the last three or four rounds, I'm, I'm targeting guys that I'm going to see in the summer league, that I've seen in the summer league before, that may break out, like the Christian Woods, like uh, – uh, who's the, the guard from Memphis that won uh, some uh, league for me as well? It escapes. Me. Oh, uh, DeLon Wright, I think you're thinking of. DeLon Wright. There's another one that was perfect. And, you know, guys like that are difference makers. And so that's what I'm going to be looking for. So I want to bring it up because the summer league is important. Keep an eye on that. And secondly, because, you know, guys that are in these dynasty leagues, don't be afraid to take – you don't have to take, you know – guys on like Dirk last year or something like that, but you want to take guys that are still going to get your value. So I want to bring that up and sort of tout my uh, hoop ball three team a little awesome. bit. I called him uh, the King and his court. As soon as I picked LeBron, I changed my name to, to the King awesome. and his court. So we'll see how Co- coach a lot of fun in those leagues, man, the uh, hoop ball dynasty league two. some of the most passionate fantasy uh, managers I've ever come across, man. They are um, always on me. I'm I'm actually the commissioner in that league, and they're always on me on, when are we doing the lottery? When is the draft? I mean, Coach, the season like di- just ends, and days after, they're already hyped on, you know, when can we start trading and doing this and doing that? So very, very passionate. And you see some amazing trades go down. Also, you know, when when you're playing in these fan tracks leagues and you're able to deal future draft picks and multiple draft picks and stuff, you see some really creative deals go down. It's a lot of fun. Um, It's great to be a part of. So you guys get in these leagues, man. It's great. Coach, one question for you. Just curious. If you remember... Where did Zion go in that draft? Did he go top top ten, top five? Do you remember? 
He went number seven wow. overall. Wow, very interesting. Yeah, he went number seven and, you know, overall. Coach, yeah, in, right. in my league, this, we're going in our second season. So when we drafted last year, I had a pick almost at the very end. I wasn't the very last pick, but towards our – so, Coach, when I went up to draft – all of the top win now guys were gone. So I actually went Luka Doncic. And then on the way oh. back, I went Jaron Jackson Jr. So that kind of set me up, Coach. I mean, two two All guys, right. right? I think at the time, JJJ was like 20. And Luka Doncic, I think both guys were like 20. So right away, Coach, I was like, okay, that's my, you know, I got to stay young. I got to stay young. So for the rest of the draft, I just went all youth. And uh, we'll see. Oh, by the way, this year, Coach, I got the number uh, four pick. And as you know, we're drafting all the incoming rookies. I'm looking at Darius Garland right there because I know the top three guys are going to be gone. Zion, John Morant, and, um, and R.J. Barrett. So I'm looking at Darius Garland with my number four pick. Anyways, Coach. We could talk all day about uh, Dynasty Leagues, man. That's a lot of fun. We really, I was hoping on the show we could do a little preview of the free agency. And But before we get to that, I want to say probably the biggest news um, of the day is that the Lakers cleared up enough money for another Max guy. Coach, I'm in Southern California. I'm in the heart of Lakerland over here. So I'm listening to Laker talk on local sports radio all day. The Lakers were getting blasted for not getting that Anthony Davis deal done correctly, where they could have, if they would have agreed to have done that deal later in the month, they could have had extra money. But we're hearing now that Anthony Davis is willing to trade, is willing to waive, I believe it's $4 million of uh, of some of his money so that the Lakers have money for a max guy. Uh, Coach, the rumor is Kawhi. There's also some new rumors that Kyrie could be in the picture. Um, what are your thoughts here, Coach? Well, I, I mean, the Lakers really have gotten extremely lucky with all these latest moves to, to bail themselves out of a, an impossible situation. I mean, getting Davis and not having to include Kuzma was massive. And then having AD say, no, that's okay. I don't, I won't. I mean, the $4 million that you owe me, you can keep it. I mean, that guys don't usually do that. That's amazing. And to unload those three guys to open up that 32 million is uh, allows them a lot. Now I'm from the, the, the school of thought when you have Anthony Davis and LeBron you're not like desperate for another great guy in my opinion if you could just get really good guys around them quality guys I think you win a championship I think they make a mistake personally I know I'm against the grain here and probably most of the Laker fans I mean of course if Kawhi says yes I'll come there you say okay or Kyrie I mean you just you, you can't but I wouldn't pursue it I, I think if you can get uh, three or four guys in that eight, ten, twelve million dollar range, like the Patrick Beverleys and the Danny Greens, and guys that have championship experience that know how to win, that fill out a roster perfectly. I think they win it. I think they're better off going that route uh, and grabbing guys like that to to give themselves a really good competitive time. Because if they do get Kawhi, obviously that would be the strongest 
threesome to be on a team in the history of the NBA. However, it's going to be incredibly difficult to fill out the rest of that roster. So, you know, they've got some decisions to make. I know that uh, the Kawhi has given the Lakers a meeting. I know Kyrie is talking to them. I also know D'Angelo Russell's talking to them, which is the most ironic thing of basketball. It just kills me because two years ago, they dumped D'Angelo basically to free up cap space for free agents for this year. So in other words, they freed up cap space for <laughs> D'Angelo to pick up D'Angelo again. It's it's a crazy NBA, dude. It's yeah, it's insane. And I agree with you, Coach. I'm more on the side of, you know, instead of getting one max guy, go get three, like, mid-level guys. Go get three guys. Um, you know, I think depth is important. We saw this year in the finals, Golden State, the injuries, that did them in. You got three main guys doing all of the heavy lifting. If one or two of those guys gets hurt, your season's done. So I agree with you, Coach. I think fill out a deeper roster, and um, we'll see what happens. You know, this is L.A. We're all about the the Lakers, L.A., they're all about stars, so they want as many superstars as possible. I think they definitely are going to go for one of those max guys. Now, Coach, one interesting thing. I think we'll jump straight into free agency talk now. Uh, I thought Kemba Walker was in play, but now we're hearing that Kemba is likely, um, Kemba is likely going to sign or the front runner to sign with the Celtics. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I, I listened to a report uh, last night. Woj was on the late sports center and he said the deal is basically done. Wow. It's going to be Kyrie. Yeah. Uh, or I'm sorry. It's going to be Kemba to the Celtics four years, 114 million or 140 million. I guess to these guys, it doesn't even matter anymore, but I think it was, Four years, 140 is what it was. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. If, you know, Kyrie's definitely gone. There's no doubt about that. Uh, you know, Kemba's, I guess, the next best thing for Boston. They, Like we talked about last week, I mean, they had 9 million assets, and they were coming out of with nothing. Uh, you know, they had to start pushing the button, and I think going after Kemba's probably smart. I think, uh, you know, uh, it's a shame because – you know, he costs him 50 or 60 million by the Hornets not re-signing him. And just, you know, to add to the Hornets stupidity is they could have traded him at the trade deadline and got a haul last year. Instead, they just hung on to him for no reason with no chance at the playoffs uh, and he's gone. So bad management by MJ. Jeez, man, that, you know, it is insane to lose a player like Kemba Walker for nothing. It seems crazy. But, you know, I got to say, with as much, um, a lot of people have been dumping on the Celtics. And, you know, it's really tough when you lose Kyrie and Al Horford to two guys of that caliber for nothing. But, Coach, let me tell you, man, I'm a little bit excited about the uh, starting lineup for of Kemba Walker, Jalen Brown. You still got Gordon Hayward. You got a future superstar, I think, in Jason Tatum. And they have a young center that I like. His name is Robert Williams. I think 
I think he's going to be a really sneaky uh, fantasy sleeper this year. Um, so, Coach, you know, even though they are losing to a, a superstar in Kyrie, an all-star in Al Horford, I still love this Boston Celtics team. I think they're going to be a lot of fun. I think with Kyrie gone, I'm hoping that whatever issues they had in the locker room chemistry-wise, I'm hoping that that goes away now. Because I think, you know, we saw two seasons ago the Celtics could be really good if that chemistry thing is clicking. So what are your thoughts real quick on the Celtics, Coach? Do you think they'll be pretty good with the, with the addition of Kemba? I think you're spot on, Adrian, man. I hear right on that because here's the thing. It, this is one of those classic scenarios of addition by subtraction. I mean, the bottom line is Kyrie – really created a bunch of dissension amongst that locker room and that team. You could see the whole team, even the coach, were just completely deflated the second half of last year. I think with him out of there, Kemba's a, supposedly a fantastic locker room guy. And, you know, Hayward had his full year recovery. I think he'll be way better. Another sneaky guy to pick in fantasy. Usually guys second year back like Paul George and stuff. When he did it, it's when they really bust back out. Uh, I think, like you said, you know, keeping all those assets, if they keep, um, they're obviously going to keep Rogier uh, or possibly keep Rogier now and maybe, and still Tatum and, and Brown and all these guys. So, yeah, I think getting Kemba was fantastic. I think that um, Robert Williams is a good up and coming player. Um, and they just need a couple other little additions. And uh, they'll be competitive in the East right away. Coach, let's jump over to Kawhi Leonard again. I know we talked about him briefly, but he's the number one name in the free agency uh, as far as players that are available. You know, we know it's you and I kind of already talked about him on previous shows. We both said that we thought he would leave. Um, Toronto. I think still the majority of the people, I, I think I saw a poll on ESPN and 60, 60 something percent of people still believe he's going to stay in Toronto. But we are hearing the Clippers and the Lakers are an option. What are your thoughts there, Coach? Well, a lot of times a good place to look uh, for that stuff, believe it or not, is the prop bets in Vegas because those guys usually get it right. And uh, right now, the prop bets in Vegas have him just about even with the Clippers and Raptors and slightly below that is the Lakers. Maybe that's changed now, you know, with the recent news. But it looks like it's down to those three options for Kawhi. Um, I just think it's, it's peculiar that you've got a guy taking meetings with these teams, but you know where he's taking them? In L.A., where he lives. So the Toronto guys, where he's currently at, have to fly to L.A. to meet with him about staying in Toronto. That would make me a slightly bit uneasy. So like we've talked about before, you know, I still firmly believe he goes to the Clippers uh, or now the Lakers. And I, I mean, that's where he seems to have wanted to go all along. But who knows? You know, Toronto's going to throw everything but the kitchen sink at him to try to keep him. So. That'll be one of the fun things here in the next probably 48 to 72 hours that plays yeah, out. Definitely interesting situation there, man. I, you know, it's, I, we talked about it before. It seems so 
crazy that he could walk away from a championship team that could basically run it back next year. Marcus Saul opted into his contract. He wants to run it back. I mean, you could basically bring this um, entire team, maybe a little smaller, small tweaks to a couple of the role players, but you could basically bring this team back. It, 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 I've never seen it before, Coach, a star player walk away from a championship team, a team winning an NBA Finals and then having to basically um, rebuild. I've never seen it before, Coach, so it's, a, it's an odd situation and definitely one that um, I'm looking forward to seeing play out. Coach, let's keep going down the list. Kevin Durant is probably the next biggest name. Uh, ruptured Achilles tendon. We won't even see him next year. Um, he could get a super max deal with the Warriors or a regular contract somewhere else. What do you think is going to happen here, Coach? If the Warriors offer him a super max, do you think he takes it? Or do you think he's pretty much gone and... Get it, get another team giving him a max contract, that seems like a really high price for a guy who we probably aren't even going to see play next season. What are your thoughts here? Well, I, I mean, it's it, here's a big thing that I, I heard uh, yesterday on the jump, I think it was, uh, that I thought was really uh, amazing is the surgeon that he chose to do this Achilles tear uh, fix happens to be the physician for the Brooklyn Nets. So, you know, is that a tell sign? Very well, maybe. I mean, it, you know, obviously he's uh, been in contact with them. Um, you know, it, it really comes down to, I think the Warriors feel like they owe him that offer and they owe Clay that offer based on, you know, just soldiers going to war for the team. But I think, Really, KD all along has been planning on uh, heading to the Nets more than likely or possibly the Knicks, but more than likely the Nets. I think so for me, from what I'm hearing, it's Nets or back with the Warriors again. Uh, a lot of the Nets thing will have to do uh, if the Nets do get Kyrie. Uh, supposedly Kyrie and KD have talked about being with the Nets. I think he goes in that scenario. If Kyrie somehow crazily goes to the Lakers or something like that, then maybe he opts back in with Golden State. But that's about it for KD. I think it's one of those two options or maybe three if you're uh, a diehard Knicks fan. I don't want to break your heart out there. <laughs> well, you know, speaking of the Knicks, um, let's move over to Kyrie for a second because with what we, we talked about Kemba, earlier and with him sounds like it's a lock he's going to be in boston we know Kyrie is out of there so we've already heard so many rumors about the nets possibly the knicks now the lakers are um in the mix there too want to get your thoughts on Kyrie? uh to me it seems like a lock for me that he's headed to the nets what, what do you think well, I, I think you're probably right. Um, that's more than likely his destination. Um, you know, this little quirky thing here with the Lakers being able to free up a basically a max deal. Um, certainly, you know, supposedly he's going to talk to the Lakers. So I think you got to consider that as well. Um, you know, it's just it's going to be one of those situations here over the next two or three days where one one domino falls, all the rest will follow because. Um, you know, 
based on Kyrie's decision, that's going to affect D'Angelo Russell and a whole bunch of other guys. So I would say right now I, I would expect him uh, to go to the Nets with a, a, a sort of an outside shot of, of joining back with LeBron uh, with the Lakers. Next guy up is Jimmy Butler. Uh, coach, he kind of reminds me a little bit of Kawhi, as in he's really a tough guy to gauge because, um, yeah, you know, he, he's – he um, kind of does his own thing. He's kind of like this rebel, uh, doesn't get along with teammates at other places. But I tend to think, I think he's going to stay in Philly. I saw in the postseason him kind of bond with Joel Embiid. And um, I think he kind of embraced the the guys there. I think he likes the city. I think that that organization can, can throw big money at it can give him a big contract. Now, Coach, he is going to be 30 years old this September. Um, The Sixers primarily have a young core with Ben Simmons and with Joel Embiid. But also, Coach, their window does feel like it's a win-now window because they went seven games, if I remember correctly, with the Raptors who won the whole thing. So, the Sixers were right there, Coach, and it makes sense to me to bring Jimmy Butler back. I think he stays in Philly. What are your thoughts there? Well, first of all, dude, he, my Philly was my pick, <laughs> and if you don't remember, that was game seven when Kawhi hit that shot that was like a foot short, and, you know, the Angels in the outfield, the old movie, I think somebody – one of them came down and tipped that ball up so that it would hit over the rim five more times before it went down to eliminate him. So, yeah, you talk about Philly being, you know, a, a bounce away from maybe winning a title, no doubt about it. But here's the thing in Philly. there, There's no way they're going to sign both Tobias and Butler to a max deal under the situation with having Embiid locked up and Simmons coming up, I believe, next year. Uh, and they're not going to let him go. So I don't think they can keep both Harris and Butler. Now, the latest is Daryl Morey is willing to sell and change that entire team in order to get Butler there. I think he's he already has put out there Capella, Eric Gordon, and P.J. Tucker, and I think his firstborn <laughs> son are all on the market <laughs> to try to free up space for uh, – bringing Butler in there. He feels that, you know, Butler teaming with Harden and uh, Paul would win them a championship, which I think he's got to be smoking something, man. You know, you, you got a toxic situation right now where Harden and Paul are fighting uh, and you bring Butler in, the, the worst pros- possible guy, you know, in those type of situations. I don't know what's going to happen, but supposedly Houston's going to truthfully make a hard run at him and I think they may, you know, there are going to be teams just diving over picking up the, you know, Capella. Gordon's a little pricey, but P.J. Tucker's such a great glue guy. I think, you know, that may happen. Um, Butler's definitely the biggest wild card. Who knows? I mean, he could end up anywhere. He may be want the one to take that Lakers spot as well. He could be Clippers. Um, you know, we'll just have to see. I know that the most money he wants to make the most money. So if Philly does offer him the full package, 
you know, I think he'd stay in Philly, and then that means Tobias hits the road. But uh, one of the most influx situations, I think, of all. Of the them. next guy I got up is Clay Thompson. Now, suffered a torn ACL in the finals. Going to likely miss a large chunk of next season. Um, Coach, I think he's going to get a max deal from the Warriors. I think the Warriors want to keep Curry and Clay together um, f- forever for their careers. I think they are the Splash Brothers. I think they're going to stay together for as long as possible. So I think Clay's going to stay in, um, in in San Francisco. But, Coach, we there was a, a rumor that if Clay does not receive a max deal, that the L.A. team's would be in play. I'm talking, of course, about the Clippers and the Lakers. So what are your thoughts there? Well, first of all, I would be absolutely, completely, and totally shocked if Warrior the Warriors didn't offer him a max deal. That's where he wants to be. He's already said that. His agent just floated out something uh, yesterday or the day before saying, if the Warriors don't offer him a max deal, he will take meetings with the Lakers and Clippers. All that is is posturing by his agent. Um, there's no doubt in my mind Warriors are not going to let the heart and soul of the team with Curry. You know, The Splash Brothers, I think, will remain Splash Brothers for the rest of their career. It, it, anything beyond that would be shocking, in my opinion. Um, we talked a little bit about Tobias Harris and you know it if let's say coach that Philly does offer Jimmy Butler a max he does stay with the Sixers we know Tobias Harris is gone now coach Tobias still he's still um, a young guy primarily a young guy we saw when he was with the Clippers he really showed me that he's capable of being that alpha guy that number one type guy so I think a team could offer him max type money what do you think is the likely landing spot for a guy like uh, Tobias Harris I I mean I'm a massive Tobias fan I think that you know you look at his statistics you know he's he shot like 48 percent from the field he's uh, a top 10 in the league foul shooter at 88 percent uh, couldn't get a better character guy than him. He is just a fantastic young man. I've followed his career uh, since he was at Tennessee. He's only 26 years old, just coming into his prime. I think, you know, if I'm a GM out there, I have a big giant circle around him. And, you know, he is in uh, big talks with the Mavericks, which would be absolutely phenomenal. I think that would be like the, the home run perfect fit uh, to go with KP and uh, and Luca, but you know I did read something else just this morning saying that uh, the Mavericks are now just a little more you know lukewarm on that. So as far as Tobias goes, I don't know. I don't believe that he'll stay in Philly. I think that uh, he'll make a move somewhere, but somebody's going to offer Max money, and I think it's going to be money well spent. I think he's a terrific player. Speaking of the Mavericks. Coach, another guy that was linked to them is Al Horford. Um, 
you know, really curious to see where he lands. Also hearing that the Clippers could be in the mix for Horford as well. Really interesting. Maybe that could help them sign Kawhi Leonard. You got a really uh, great young core there in LA because you got your front court or your front court, excuse me, your back court of the future with Shea Gillis Alexander, Landry Shamet. And uh, now if they can go get some two two veteran guys like uh, Kawhi Leonard and Al Horford, man, this Clippers team, I think, would be right up there, especially with the Warriors um, kind of, you, you know, the Warriors doesn't sound like they're really going to be in the mix at the top of the Western Division. So it really opens things up for some of these other teams like the Lakers and the Clippers. But, uh, Coach, what do you think of Al Horford? You think he ends up with the Mavericks, Clippers? What do you think his options are? Well, I, what I heard, and again, I, I can't say this is a hundred percent sourced, so I, you know, it's more of just chatter. But uh, what I heard is that his agent said that he was given a firm four-year, hundred and twelve million dollar offer if he opted out of the Celtics and then that would allow him to go out and look at other things. Now the rumor was that that came from Vlade and the Sacramento Kings. So I think that, you know, the door is still open for different places Horford could go. Uh, but I think the bottom line dollar may, he may end up with the Kings. Uh, I don't know if there's a lot of teams at his age, cause he's, he's really one of the older players uh, to to pay 112 for four years for a guy of that age. I think he's awesome. I think he could help somebody. Um, but I, I don't believe the Mavericks are going to pay that kind of money uh, for a guy of that age, With especially with the core when you've got Luka 20 years old and Porzingis 22 or 23. So um, we'll see. I, my guess is the Kings. Uh, Coach, we've already talked a little bit about D'Angelo Russell and his possible return to the Lakers, which is really interesting. But another team that I've heard rumored is the Phoenix Suns. And uh, one of the reasons is because he's very close friends with Devin Booker. That team desperately needs a point guard. I can't believe they didn't draft a point guard um, in this draft in this past draft that we saw. So, um, Coach, what are your thoughts on D'Angelo Russell? Really broke out this past season, uh, made the all-star team, looked pretty good. We know he's a young guy. Um, you know, I still don't think he's reached his ceiling. I still think he's got some maturing to do. I think that um, we haven't seen the best of him yet. So he's an interesting guy. I'm really curious to see where he ends up. What are your thoughts on D'Angelo Russell? I have no idea, man. I, you know, the, he's been rumored so many different places. It's not even funny. Um, you know, I real, I think he is one of those guys that is tr just strictly has to sit back and wait until these first five or six big things happen. Once those shuffle into place, then, you know, then they know what they have to do. If, if Kyrie doesn't get, uh, go to the Nets, I think the Nets will re-sign him. So that's number one. If Kyrie does go to the Nets, then, you know, again, you've got five or six possible uh, options for him. The Lakers, Clippers, Suns, Mavericks, there's several of them. But I think D'Angelo Russell would be a steal. 
I mean, I think he's an all-star for, you know, several seasons to come. Uh, and I think, you know, anybody would be crazy not to go out there and get him. He'd, he'd certainly uh, be worth it. And he seems, you know, to have a completely different attitude than when he first came into the league. So I think he grew up maybe all that nonsense that happened back when he was with the Lakers, with the, uh, what was it, with uh, um, that crazy <laughs> shooter dude. For, oh, uh, uh, Swaggy P. Swaggy uh, P. You know, that fiasco with the, you know, tweeting and all that. And it was just such a mess. And he's come through all of that now and shook that off and, uh, you know, coming to his own. So I think whoever gets him is going to be hitting, uh, you know, a number one pick kind of guy. I mean, he did go number two in the draft. So he's nice. Coach, we got time for one more guy. I want you to pick him. Who do you want to talk about? Um, Adrian Benjamin. (laughs) I heard he's. Getting drafted either by ESPN or NBA Game Time. <laughs> he he's actually on the injured list. He's going to be out for the season. So yeah, that's not going to work. No. <laughs> hey man, you survived the Bears, so you know it's. Like, uh, <laughs> we we still do have quite a bit of guys we could talk about. I wish this show was longer. Well, I'll throw one out because I'm I'm interested in this one. Uh, well, I'll give you two, and I'll let you sort of comment. I'll throw it back to you that way. The two guys I think that are big difference makers that we haven't touched on are Chris Middleton and Nikola Vukovic. I think they're both terrific players. Uh, I think they're both going to possibly go. Uh, I don't think Milwaukee can offer Middleton the full deal because they just uh, paid a bundle to Bledsoe. They've got to lock up Giannis next year. You know, there's a chance they may lose Brogdon. So Middleton is a, is a, a serious difference maker. And Vukovic, too. I mean, he's getting – there's multiple teams. I've heard the Celtics, the Clippers, the Mavericks. And I think those two guys can have a huge impact. Uh, and I have no idea where they're going. What do you think? Uh, I actually – I'm on the other side of the fence there. I think Chris Middleton's going to stay in Milwaukee. They had a fantastic season. Yes, they fell short in the postseason, but the number one team in the regular season, I think they got to just look on improving that core. I do agree with you, though, Coach. They are going to struggle to keep, you know, if you do pay Middleton now, are you out of the running for Brogdon, is Eric Bledsoe going to stay there? I actually think Brogdon is very underrated. I'd love for them to keep Brogdon, or I think Brogdon could be a really helpful addition for another team if he does leave Milwaukee. But I'm leaning towards Middleton staying in Milwaukee. But Vucevic now, uh, I think he is going to be out the door in Orlando with coming off Coach, he maybe was one of the biggest surprises of last season. I believe he finished, you know what, let me pull it up instead of just talking nonsense. I believe he finished in the first round, which he did. Coach, the number five player overall in nine category leagues. Fantastic. I think he's going to cash. He's going to cash in right on that outstanding all-star season that he had. So, and coach, I'm a little excited if he does leave because I got a guy named Mo Bamba on a bunch of dynasty teams. Uh, so I'm hoping that that, that Mo Bamba could be unleashed if Vucevic 
does end up on another team. So those are my thoughts on those two guys. Coach, any closing thoughts before we... Uh, well, I just want to, you know, repeat, uh, join in uh, uh, to our, our uh, live YouTube uh, uh, podcast we're going to do during uh, the free agent uh, time frame that they'll be on this Sunday. Again, that's 2.30 Pacific, 4.30 Central, 5.30 Eastern. And uh, we're going to have five or six of our top hoopball guys on. Um, I Certainly go to hoop-ball.com and you can see on there uh, where uh, uh, to join that. Or on, I'm on Twitter at Joe Sarvati, J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. And I put that link up there for the YouTube uh, chat that we'll be on on Sunday. So we look forward to uh, having you join us there and, and really get some nuggets of where these players are going to land and how it's going to affect your fantasy team going into next year. Um, I am at Adrian Benjamins on Twitter. Hit me up. I should be on that free agency show as well. And, uh, man, I'm looking forward to this this Sunday. I think we're going to see a ton of fireworks. We're going to – Coach, we have so much I know that we're going to – uh, talk about and go over so definitely tune in for that thank you guys so much for listening hope you guys have a great friday and uh let's see what goes down right coach this has been a hoop ball presentation